Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome back to Inside Arsenal. It is Saturday. It is North London Derby weekend. The sun is shining for now over here in the UK. What more could you ask? Well, and to make it even better, even better, Martin Odegaard has signed a new contract. Now, I know it happened yesterday. Sod's law, of course, that probably one of the, I think it's probably the first time in I don't know, six months, a year maybe, that I'd pre-recorded a show because I wasn't around on Friday. I was out. So I recorded a show with Tom Canton on Thursday, previewing the North London derby. And of course, Arsenal go and decide to announce Martin Odegaard's new contract on the day that I wasn't around. So I didn't get to speak about it yesterday. And I feel like I need to talk about it today because it's such a huge thing for Arsenal. We knew it was going to happen. I reported that sort of five or six weeks ago now that Arsenal had started, you know, really pushing in the contract talks to get Odegaard done. It's happened really, really quickly, which is fantastic news. And um, and he's just such a good player. I mean, he's more than that, to be honest. He's Arsenal captain, of course. He's not just a good player. He's a genuine world-class player. I can't think of many better players in the Premier League right now than Martin Odegaard in terms of what he's produced over the last year. The the way he's improved, the way he's adding to his game, the leadership qualities he now has, the goals he's scoring from midfield. I mean, honestly, I mean, we spoke about it, actually, me and Tom, in the show that I put out yesterday, and myself and James Benj spoke about it in the Inside Arsenal Extra Time earlier in the week about, you know, what would you even, what sort of price would you even consider for Martin Odegaard? And I said, he's priceless, and I really think he is. I just don't think there's any better player in world football right now in his position than Martin Odegaard. Obviously, you compare him to Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne has been the, the benchmark, certainly in the Premier League, but probably in European football in terms of that type of player for the last five or six years. Um, but you look at Odegaard now and how much he's coming through and how much he's progressing and he walks into absolutely any team in world football, I think. And for him to have joined the likes of Saka, Saliba, Gabriel, Martinelli 
in signing new long-term contracts is just fantastic news for the club. You could see the excitement on social media yesterday, the reaction from the Arsenal fans, just to how important this this is. I mean, he's only going to get better as well, which is the exciting thing. He's still young. He's spent a lot of time, I mean, he talks about it in some of the quotes, um, but he spent a lot of time sort of bouncing around. Obviously, he went to Madrid so young and it was loan spells and everything like that. He needed to find somewhere where he could settle down and just concentrate on football where he felt comfortable, where he could start to express himself. And like I said, just feel at home. And as he says here, he feels at home at Arsenal now. He said, look, sign a new contract was really easy decision for me for lots of reasons. Mainly what we are doing right now as a club is special and I want to be a part of that. I'm really excited for what's to come. I found a place where I can be really settled and call my home. My story is a bit different maybe as I moved around different clubs when I was 16 at Arsenal since the first day. I felt great and this is definitely my home now. I just want to say thanks to everyone working at the club and of course our fantastic supporters. I will continue to give everything to bring success to the club in the years to come. And, you know, when you you listen to that and what he talks about and how he has had this sort of nomadic experience almost from the age of 16 when he made the move from Norway over to Madrid, it's just really hard to really be able to sort of settle down and just concentrate on football and express yourself as a footballer. And he can do that now at Arsenal. We've just seen since we arrived, which was only two years ago, to where he is now, the improvement and the rapid rise and how much he's improved and added to his game. And, you know, what, where can Odegaard go from here? How much more can he improve? It's virtually an impossible question to answer because I just think he's got so much natural talent. And we're seeing that now. And it's just so, so exciting that he's, um, that he's committed his future to Arsenal. There was never any doubt. I knew it was going to happen. But for it to actually have happened, and you know that now, and you can just sort of focus on the next five years of having Martin Odegaard at Arsenal is just such a fantastic thing. And, you know, Mikel Arteta, understandably, absolutely delighted about it. So it's great news for the club, for the team. I'm really happy for him as well because he really deserves it. It just shows that there are many ways to make it and many pathways to arrive where you want. In the end, it's about finding a place where you feel comfortable, where you feel valued and you can express your talent. I think he's found that place. He's loved by everybody, respected by everybody and fully deserves what he's doing. So again, they, Arteta talks about it. Uh, Odegaard talks about it. Just how important it is to feel like you belong somewhere. And that's when you can truly begin to express yourself and show how good you are. And that's what we're seeing now from Martin Odegaard. I mean, Mikel was asked in his press conference yesterday about you know, how much better can Martin get. It's kind of like what I was just speaking about earlier. He said, we don't know. They don't have to look for a ceiling. They have to look for every to be better every single day, be humble enough to admit there is still big room for improvement for them. The one thing you can do individually every day, which I think he does. The other thing is his contribution to all players that you have around him. When you have players that have the qualities to make you better, that's a huge bonus. So I think you are as good as your team and the players he has around him uh, elevate his qualities. And that's why he's getting better and better. And he do, you look at that, the partnerships that Odegaard has on the pitch, when you, especially when you consider sort of Saka and Ben White, that right hand, that right side partnership at Arsenal. It's so impressive. It's so good. It's so positive for the team. And the three of them just make each other better. And it's I mean, all of them. You know, Ben White will be the next one who uh, Arsenal gets tied down to a new contract. I'm utterly convinced. Talks are ongoing with Ben White, I believe, at the moment. And, you know, I'm sure that will happen at some point, like it's happened with everyone else. And, um, you know, those three together are just going to improve and get stronger and stronger down that right-hand side. And it's a fantastic thing for everyone. And just the fact, I mean, look at these, some of the reactions I just pulled together from fans sort of comment on Odegaard from 
Apollyon there. So being an Odegaard fan since the day he walked through the door as a lone player, we had a, we had one of the lowest shots and creativity in the league before he came in after that Christmas break. With him and Smith Rowe in the team, we were top three offensive sides within just six months. All Odegaard has um, done it in the role is continued to grow. Uh, BD4504 says, Charles, do you think Martin Odegaard could become the best player ever to play for Arsenal? His goal assists and skills highlights are already, uh, already just simply brilliant. I can't imagine what highlights real will look like in five years' time. Active Kitchen says, Ho, so happy Odegaard has signed a new long-term contract when he's on top form. We can beat anyone. We can. When Odegaard ticks, Arsenal tick. It's as simple as that. In terms of BD4504's question, could he become the best player to ever play for Arsenal? Who knows? I mean, he's got a long way to go yet. If you're going to compare to Burkamp, to Liam Brady, to you know, Tony Adams even, for in terms of what he achieved for Cliff Bastin, Alex James, if you go all the way back, it's, it's very hard to say if you could be, but he can certainly be up there. He's got the talent to be up, up there, to be talked about alongside the likes of the all-time greats, but ultimately you need to win things as well. To be considered right up there with your Burkamps, your Henri's and everyone else that I've just listed, you need to win trophies. They all did and fingers crossed Martin Odegaard can now really sort of kick on and help Arsenal win trophies as well. There's one here from Fed Paris. It says, hi Charles, Arsenal are awful sellers. Not sure there is anyone worse uh, maybe Barca, but whoever is doing the contract negotiations in the background deserves some massive credit. What has changed in your view? Uh, well, I mean, look, it's Edu deserves huge credit. I mean, it's not just Edu, it's the whole team. So as much as we can criticise Arsenal for selling, and deservedly so, because they've not been great, when it comes to contracts, what's gone on in the last two years has been absolutely fantastic. Just so, so good and so, so important. For years, Arsenal... You just knew what was going to happen. You get your Fabregas's, your Nazaris, those sort of players coming through, even your Chlebs. And, you know, they'd play well for a few years and you just knew you wouldn't be able to hang on to them. They'd get plucked away. Someone would come calling and take them away. United did it with Van Persie. Man City did it with everyone. Barcelona did it with everyone. It was just the way it was. It was where Arsenal were in the pecking order. You know, players didn't believe, in my view, that they could really achieve what they wanted to achieve at Arsenal during that time. They saw other players being sold. They knew other clubs could pay more money and all that sort of stuff. And they just felt if they really wanted to achieve their ambitions, they had to go elsewhere. The important thing is now with these players, and what I think has changed is that players believe they can achieve what they want to achieve at Arsenal. They see what's going on. They see the quality of the player that they're playing with. They know the quality of the manager. They understand the quality of the manager. They see it day in, day out. And they understand the um, the mindset, I think, of the people at the top of the club, your Artetas, your Edus, even the Cronkies, to be fed, I think they deserve a lot of credit and they clearly are putting everything together to try and make Arsenal genuine winners. And I think all the players now see that and they want to be a part of it. They don't think they need to go elsewhere to achieve, you know, to get to the very top. They think they can do it at Arsenal and they want to stay a part of it. They see, they can feel what's happening at the club. And I think that's what's really changed. There's just a completely different mindset at Arsenal now. And that comes from Arteta. It comes from what he's done since he's arrived at the club and the um, the sort of mindset that he's drilled into everyone and the culture that he's drilled into everyone. And I think when you say what's changed, I just think it's that. Players now don't have to look elsewhere to think to win trophies. They think they can do it at Arsenal. Hopefully they can. We shall wait and see, but I think that's probably what's changed in my view. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, it is North London Derby weekend. Hopefully Martin Odegaard can celebrate that new contract with another Derby goal. He scored a couple of them already against Tottenham, including one last season, of course, at Spurs. Um, team news-wise, for that, Mikel's been speaking about it. He said, with Gabby, we're still assessing him, so let's see if he can make the game or not. Thomas Party for sure, is out. The rest, we hope, are available. Yes, we still have two training sessions, but there were no big issues in midweek. Um, didn't look like Martinelli was training yesterday. He certainly wasn't in the pictures, but you never know. You know, Arsenal can certainly try and pull a fast one. They've done it before. They did it with Thomas Party recently when he was in a picture, even though he didn't actually train. So you can't take that all for granted. But, you know, from my just hunch, I just don't, I, and I've said it before, I can't see how Martinelli's got a hamstring problem that stops him training all week, stops him playing in the Champions League, and then suddenly he's available for spares. Um, so I'd be very, very surprised. Uh, I think team news-wise, we're looking at, we're looking at no party and no Martinelli for Arsenal. Um, Mikel was, you know, speaking about the game against Tottenham. He says it's a new challenge, a new opportunity. They have a new manager who's done really, really well and changed the vibe and everything around the club. It's a different style as well. So we have to adapt to that, be ourselves and produce the performance that we need to beat them. He was talking about Postacoglu, says I really like him. I have players and I know players who have had him and they always speak really, really highly of him. That's not a coincidence. You can tell straight away he's fitting in right away. That's the beauty of this league. We have top, top managers, top competition, and every game is very difficult. Um, and it will be difficult. And I think Postacoglu's done a really good job at Spurs. It's clear he's done a good job. I said at the time they appointed him, I felt like it was a really good appointment. They'd gone through the ego appointments that Daniel Levy had made with Mourinho and Conte, which you just knew the second they were right, they happened that they were doomed to failure. Um, and they were. And it was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. But as soon as they imp- appointed Postacoglu, I felt that's a good appointment. He's going to install the type of culture that Spurs needed. And that's a shame. <laughs> and it's also a shame that he actually, it's really hard not to like him in terms of what he says and the way he does interviews and everything like that. And um, he was speaking ahead of the game. And this is what he had to say. He said, in terms of the way we play, we're not changing, mate. We'll go out and scare the life out of them. If we shy away from it, don't play our football, manage to get a draw and survive the experience, what have we really learned? Apart from surviving 90 minutes of football, nothing. We're going to go out and play our football. So, you know, that's very bold from Postacoglu. He says Spurs are going to go out and attack. They're not going to go and sit sit back and try and survive for 90 minutes. They're going to take the game to Arsenal. Let's wait and see if they do that. I think Arsenal will certainly like it if they do that, because it means there's going to be an awful lot of space like there was against PSV on Wednesday night. And Arsenal exploited that space. I think when you look at Arsenal and Tottenham and you put the two teams together, who's the better team? It's Arsenal. There's no doubt about that. Um, But Spurs are arriving in really good form. Confidence is high. And, you know, it's all set up to be a really, really entertaining game, I think. But when you, you know, if they do really go all out at Arsenal and Arsenal play well, I think Arsenal win this game because they're, 
better and better team. You look here in my the predicted 11s for the game. On the left, I've gone with Raya, Zinchenko, Gabriel, Saliba and White. As the defence, I've got Rice, Odegaard. I think Vieira comes back in for this game. It wouldn't overly surprise me if Havertz starts, but I thought he did well against PSV. But I think Vieira probably comes back in for this game. And then I've gone Saka, Trossard and Jesus up front. Um, the one on the right is a predicted 11 I got from Alistair Gold, who's a Tottenham correspondent at Football.London, my old colleague there. He's gone for Vicario and Gold, Porro, Romero, Van der Ven, um, Udoji as a defence. Basuma, Madison, Saar in midfield, then Kuliseski. He thinks Richarlison will start and Son will move over to the left-hand side rather than Solomon. So that's Alistair's predicted 11. Um, you know, and if if Postacoglu's right, if he live if he lives by his word, and Tottenham do come out and really go for it and try and scare the life out of Arsenal, as he says, then it's all set up to be a really exciting game. You have got two teams that match each other up, play the same formation. There should be plenty of space. It'll be really attacking, and it's a case of who can perform better on the day, who takes their chances on the day, whose goalkeeper plays better. You know, these North London derbies are always tight affairs, always tight affairs. But this one, certainly in terms of the way that both teams are coming into it. You know, it could be a really, really exciting match. Nerve-wracking match, as always, as they always are. Um, but I just look at the way Arsenal are playing. I look at the four, I look at the boost they've going to got from Wednesday night's performance. And I think if Tottenham do really open up and go for it and leave some space, I think Arsenal will hopefully have too much. But like I said, I think on the end of the day, it's all about taking the chances. I think Tottenham are going to create chances. I think Arsenal are going to create chances. Whoever's more clinical probably wins this game. Uh, here's one. Okay, as we move on to a few questions to, to before we uh, round this one up. Says so Here's one from uh, Elijah, is it? Says, Charles, I would really like to get your thoughts on this because I agree with what Henri said on CBS. Just to back up Henri's point, in 2014, when Mourinho was going for the title, he bought back Thibaut Courtois from Atletico Madrid. And let's not forget Mourinho brought him when Peter Cech was still at Chelsea, fan favourite and a legend. But Mourinho believed that Courtois was going to win him the league. And in the end, he was proven right. And as much as we love Aaron, we need to accept the fact that if we want to win the league, we need a better goalkeeper to play. And David Ryder, to be honest, I think it's just better than, than Aaron. And this is what I was talking about with Tom Canton in, from the Guna Talk when we had our, our show. I think at the end of the day, if you ask... What at the moment, 50 people who's the better goalkeeper, David Raya or Aaron Ramsdale? I think the majority say David Raya. I would, and I really like Aaron Ramsdale, and he's done absolutely nothing wrong. But I think if you want to go one step further than what Arsenal did last season, if you want to improve, I think Raya is an improvement on Aaron Ramsdale. I think he makes Arsenal a better team. I don't think Ramsdale's a bad goalkeeper by any means. If Ramsdale starts tomorrow against Spurs, I'm not going to be disappointed. I think he'll do a really good job. But I just think Raya's better at the end of the day. And sometimes you need to be ruthless. And um, it's one from Katal, Katal Walsh here. says, hi, Charles. Thinking about the whole Raya and Ramsdale situation, I think people forget how ruthless Arteta can be. Anyone remember Kieran Tierney? Fan favourite, our next captain, our best player for nearly two years. Would, ar would, um, would argue fans had way more connection with him. Ramsdale will be forgotten over time, as sad as it is when we continue to win football matches. I'm a big fan of Ramsdale, but Raya clearly suits us more and is arguably a better keeper. Uh, going with the stats and again this you know it's it's hard to argue with I just think it's it comes down to being ruthless and it comes down to nothing more than who is the better goalkeeper who makes Arsenal better who gives Arsenal a better chance of winning the league of winning the Champions League of competing with Manchester City Aaron Ramsdale or David Raya and I think ultimately as much as we all really like Aaron Ramsdale and as always he's a fantastic goalkeeper which he is I think if everyone's being truthful 
David Raya is a person you choose to try and make yourself, give yourself as good a chance as you possibly can of competing with Manchester City and potentially beating Manchester City. And, um, and yeah, that's why I think David Raya will be in goal tomorrow. And I think he'll be in goal for the foreseeable future when it comes down to a straight fight between number ones. Yes, Ramsdale will play. I think he'll still get some Champions League games. He'll certainly play against Brentford in midweek. But I think right now it's pretty clear that Mikel Arteta is now moving towards having David Raya as his more established number one goalkeeper. And I think when you look at it and you strip everything away, it's very hard to argue that that is not the right decision. As harsh as it is on someone as good as Aaron Ramsdale, who's done as much for Arsenal as Aaron Ramsdale has. But that's it for me, everyone. Thank you very much for watching on this Saturday, whatever you're doing or uh, planning around the world. Thank you very much. I hope you are enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you're going to the game tomorrow, be loud. It's going to be one hell of a cracking atmosphere. Can't wait for that. And if you're not, you're watching or listening anywhere around the world, then enjoy it. Fingers crossed we can have a very good derby weekend and keep your eyes peeled for me. I'll be at the game. I'll be doing a video after reflecting on what's hopefully a good Arsenal win and giving my Arsenal player ratings. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll speak to you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.